All right, guys, so this is Wednesday's reading. I'm starting on page three in part one of The Alchemist. Remember to go back and do your questions after the end of each reading section for the day um, while it's fresh in your mind. So here we go, page three. The boy's name was Santiago. Dusk was falling as the boy arrived with his herd at, at, an, at an abandoned church. The roof had fallen in long ago, and an enormous sycamore had grown on the spot where the sacristy had once stood. He decided to spend the night there. He saw to it that all the sheep entered through the ruined gate and then laid some planks across it to prevent the flock from wandering away during the night. There were no wolves in the region, but once an animal had strayed during the night and the boy had had to spend the entire next day searching for it. He swept the floor with his jacket and lay down using the book he had just finished reading as a pillow. He told himself that he would have to start reading thicker books. They lasted longer and made more comfortable pillows. It was still dark when he awoke, and looking up, he could see the stars through, through the half-destroyed roof. I wanted to sleep a little longer, he thought. He had had the same dream that night as a week ago, and once again he had awakened before it ended. He arose, and taking up his crook, began to awaken the sheep that still slept. He had noticed that, as soon as he awoke, most of his animals also began to stir. It was as if some mysterious energy bound his life to that of the sheep with whom he had spent the past two years, leading them through the countryside in search of food and water. They are so used to me that they know my schedule, he muttered. Thinking about that for a moment, he realized that it could be the other way around, that it was he who had become accustomed to their schedule. But there were certain of them who took a bit longer to awaken. The boy prodded them one by one with his crook, calling each by name. He had always believed that the sheep were able to understand what he said, so there were times when he read them parts of his books that had made an impression on him, or when he would tell them of the loneliness or the happiness of a shepherd in the fields. Sometimes he would comment to them on the things he had seen in the village as they passed, but for the past few days he had spoken to them about only one thing, the girl, the daughter of a merchant who lived in the village they would reach in about four days. He had been to the village only once the year before. The merchant was the proprietor of a dry goods shop, and he always demanded that the sheep be sheared in his presence so that he would not be cheated. A friend had told the boy about the shop, and he had taken his sheep there. I need to sell some wool, the boy told the merchant. The shop was busy, and the man asked the shepherd to wait until the afternoon. So the boy sat on the steps of the shop and took a book from his bag. I didn't know shepherds knew how to read, said a girl's voice behind him. The girl was typical of the region of Andalusia, with flowing black hair and eyes that vaguely recalled the Moorish conquerors. Well, usually I learn more from my sheep than from books, he answered. During the two hours that they talked, she told him she was the merchant's daughter and spoke of life in the village, where each day was like all the others. The shepherd told her of the Andalusian countryside and related the news from the other towns where he had stopped. It was a pleasant change from talking to the sheep. How did you learn to read? The girl asked at one point. Like everybody learns, he said, in school. Well, if you know how to read, why are you just a shepherd? The boy mumbled an answer that allowed him to avoid responding to her question. He was sure the girl would never understand. He went on telling stories about his travels, and her bright, moorish eyes went wide with fear and surprise. As the time passed, the boy found himself wishing that the day would never end, that her father would stay busy and keep him waiting for three days. He recognized that he was feeling something he had never experienced before, the desire to live in one place forever. With the girl with the raven hair, his days would never be the same again. 
But finally, the merchant appeared and asked the boy to shear four sheep. He paid for the wool and asked the shepherd to come back the following year. And now it was only four days before he would be back in the same village. He was excited and at the same time uneasy. Maybe the girl had forgotten him. Lots of shepherds passed through selling their wool. It doesn't matter, he said to his sheep. I know other girls in other places. But in his heart, he knew that it did matter. And he knew that shepherds like seamen and like traveling salesmen always found a town where there, were so, there was someone who could make them forget the joys of carefree wandering. The day was dawning and the shepherd urged his sheep in the direction of the sun. They never have to make any decisions, he thought. Maybe that's why they always stay close to me. The only things that concerned the sheep were food and water, and as long as the boy knew how to find the best pastures in Andalusia, they would be his friends. Yes, their days were all the same, when the seemingly endless hours between sunrise and dusk, and they had never read a book in their young lives and didn't understand when the boy told them about the sights of the city. They were content with just food and water, and in exchange they generously gave of their wool, their company, and once in a while their meat. If I became a monster today and decided to kill them one by one, they would become aware only after most of the flock had been slaughtered, thought the boy. They trust me, and they've forgotten how to rely on their own instincts, because I leave them to nourishment. The boy was surprised at his thoughts. Maybe the church, with the sycamore growing from within, had been haunted. It had caused him to have the same dream for a second time, and it was causing him to feel anger toward his faithful companions. He drank a bit from the wine that remained from his dinner of the night before, and he gathered his jacket closer to his body. 